Waterfall, the CCW podcast. Hello, this is Waterfall, the water saving podcast. I'm Mike and I'm here with the guru that is Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello, Mike. What have we got coming up in today's show? Well, on today's show, we're going to be looking at the help that is out there if you are struggling with your water bill. It's a very serious topic as we know many people are struggling with the cost of living crisis. No, absolutely right. I've not met anyone who isn't feeling the pinch right now. Um, but it's exciting today uh, because we have got uh, expert guests coming on. We'll be welcoming Andy White, who is CCW's very own affordability expert. And he's going to be talking about the help that's out there for people who are struggling with their bills, particularly the water bills. And we'll be speaking to Andy very soon. So, Karen, another arrival guru for you. That's uh, two episodes in a row. I'm not sure how you're going to cope. I'm definitely feeling the pressure. Um, could we be seeing a new double act emerging? I don't think so, Karen. I don't think so. We're inseparable now. And, you know, uh, you know, p- people look forward to hearing your knowledgeable tones and my mainly anodyne drivel. <laughs> but don't forget, you can uh, get in touch with the show if you want to tell us what you think of the Karen and my double act or my anodyne drivel. You can email the show at podcast at ccwater.org.uk. I mean, we love getting your emails and feedback on the show, and in particular, suggestions for future episodes. And if you do have any questions or comments, please, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Now, we have got listeners in, in far-flung places. Now, last time uh, on the uh, episode about watching what you flush, we were talking about our Canadian listeners, urging them to get in touch. Now, producer Tom has been telling me that we also have listeners in, guess where I can, we've got quite a list here, right? Brace yourself. I mean, it's hard to believe. We've got listeners in the USA, (laughs) Australia, France, Germany, Romania, India, Belgium, Spain, Israel, and Thailand. I mean, this is fantastic. But I do have a question. Is this a... Is this just a network of all your relatives, Karen? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? But as I said before, Mike, more than happy to head up a fact-finding mission to any of the, those places, you know, if, if, we, if the TNS budget will stretch to it. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting a hint here that Karen is really desperate <laughs> to wangle a trip <laughs> of, abroad. Um, but, you know, it is a pleasant surprise to find out we've got listeners all over the place. But actually, water is... Something that everyone has in common. Every single person needs water to live, to function. So it's not a surprise. It's stuff that we're saying is of relevance, no matter where you live in the world. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And please do get in touch. The human body is roughly 60% water. This podcast is 100. So here at Waterfall, we've been helping you look at ways to reduce your water use. And reducing your water consumption is a fantastic way to help the environment reduce carbon emissions, to combat climate change, and it can have a big impact on your bills. And it's not just your water bill. If you're on a water meter, you can save through reducing the amount of water you use. If you're using less hot water, you can also save on your fuel bill. And as we know, fuel bills have gone through the roof and are putting many, many people under significant financial pressure. Yeah, I mean, the, the fuel bills are on the, the news every single day. And um, we hear a lot about this price cap. And I've been looking into it. And I really don't think the price cap is a particularly helpful way of expressing energy bills because it's not a cap on what you pay. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the definition of the price cap is, is what an average user 
with average consumption would pay for their energy? So absolutely not a cap. I mean, I, I prefer looking at the unit cost of energy and that tells quite an interesting story. And it's quite a shocking story because the price for one unit of energy has gone up from, I think it was 21 pence per kilowatt hour last winter. Then it went up to 28 kilowatt hour in the spring. Then it, Now it's 34p per kilowatt hour. Now, you don't really need to know what a kilowatt hour is and what that means, but just look at the jump. That's what matters. And it's gone up over 60%. From last winter to this winter, 60%. And that's for electricity. And when you look at gas, it is even more frightening because gas prices have gone up two and a half times. They're two and a half times more expensive this winter than last winter. And that means many people are going to like feel the pinch. And, and so this just emphasises that you get those double savings by reducing your water use. If it's related to heating water, you can save on your water bill and you'll save on your fuel bill too. Cutting back really is the way to go because the cheapest bill is the bill you don't have to pay. So I heard that phrase. See, I love that phrase. I heard that the other day, uh, I think on the radio, and someone was saying, the cheapest bill is the bill you don't have to pay. And I thought, that is so true though. I mean, I know it's like stating and blindingly obvious. Um, and But the cheapest bill is, is the bill you don't have to pay. And that's why taking simple steps to reduce your water use and your energy use if it's hot water, without making big sacrifices, can have a huge difference on your energy and water bills. If you've been listening to previous editions of Waterfall, then you will know that we have been giving you lots and lots of information and great ways of, of taking steps to reduce your water use. We've identified hundreds, if not thousands of pounds worth of potential savings on um, water and energy. Absolutely. And I, was, I think it was one episode where we t t totted it up and it was like £1,400 worth of savings. There's an awful lot of savings out there um, from taking simple steps. And we've been focusing in uh, in, in uh, these episodes of Waterfall, uh, going around the house uh, and, and, and in the garden to look at where you can make those changes, where you can take those simple steps to cut back on the amount you use. And so far, we've been in the kitchen, the loo in the garden. Um, and these are all areas where we use lots of water and the savings can be made from taking simple steps without making big sacrifices. And that is, we're going to keep saying this because it's so important. You can you can make changes and they're easy. But, but Mike, I, th I think we need to acknowledge that even with those savings, we appreciate that it that this will not be enough for many people. The pressures from the cost of living crisis more widely, uh, not just energy bills, but um, you know, uh, cost of food, etc., are pushing people into very difficult places. And that's why in this episode, we are going to be talking about in more detail about what support and help is available if you are struggling to pay your water bill. CCW, passionate about championing the best interests of everyone who uses water, now and in the future. So let's bring on our guest for today. We're very pleased to welcome CCW's very own affordability expert, it's Andy White. Hi, Andy. Hi, Mike. You all right? I'm good, thanks. You are our second ever guest on Waterfall, so I'm sorry. It does it feels like the runner-up prize? Are you okay? No, with that? it's a huge honour and privilege to be here. <laughs> now we know you're just taking the Mickey. But you know, Karen is our regular water guru. But who do you think is a bigger guru, you or Karen? I wouldn't dare to question her authority. I defer to her. Well, you know, she's got a short temper, but we haven't seen it come out live on air yet. Uh, but Tom is looking a bit scared. So let's get on to the, on, go on to the, the big issue, which is the cost of living crisis. And just, can you just give us a bit of context? Because 
You obviously hear a lot of stuff in the media about it, but media does have a tendency to go on and on about things. And sometimes the things you go on about aren't actually that big. But but this does feel different. This does feel big. It, it does. And I think I think there's two parts to this. And the, the first part, really, I want to be honest so that people know what to expect. But I also want to talk a bit about the fact that there is a way out of this. Because I think, you know, there's a risk that people become overwhelmed by the scale of the problem and um, when actually there is something that we can do about it. So I think it is important that people know though what's coming down the line. Um, prices in, are increasing faster than, than they've done for decades. Uh, in fact, you know, higher rate than since I was at school and that is a very long time ago. <laughs> um, so that's, that's one clear impact that people are already seeing. And then I think the energy prices, which have been increasing, but haven't really hit people yet because we've not had the, the central heating come on yet. You know, and as, as those bills are, are coming, now coming through and people are heating their homes and using more hot water, we're going to see a real impact on, on people. And we know that that's going to impact people in two ways. People who are already struggling are going to be in even greater difficulty than, than they were before. And we know debt advice agencies are saying that they're seeing more people with negative budgets. And what that means is they're actually, you know, at the end of the day, it's not that they have nothing left. They've got a negative amount of money left after they've spent on their, their, all their bills and outgoings. The other thing though, what we're seeing is more of those people who were just about managing previously falling into difficulties. And the latest figures on that suggest that one in five people in recent months have fallen behind on at least one bill. So I think, you know, we're getting to that point now where if we ourselves are not struggling, we all know somebody amongst our friends or our family that is in that position as well. So I think that's that's the very sort of bleak picture. And as I say, what I don't want is for people to be overwhelmed by that and feel it's too big a mountain to climb. Because what we have got to be to be able to talk about is the fact that there are some great assistance schemes out there that can help people through this difficult time. Karen and I were just talking about this point about the energy price guarantee that whilst it's kind of good news, people haven't really seen the reality of what that means with the prices for electricity 60 percent up on last winter and two and a half times more expensive for gas and that's really that's not really hit home yet and it's just the point you were making there Andy and how hard is it then to keep track of the how this is evolving so more and more people are slipping into difficulty you know you were quoting number one in five there are other numbers I've seen are one in three were struggling to to, to pay a, a, a bill yeah, I think we're seeing it, you know, obviously this is drawing a lot of attention from uh, the agencies that work with people struggling to pay. Um, and we're just seeing uh, the picture growing in that field. I think at the moment, water companies are not seeing, um, you know, particularly bad results and particularly bad position of people. They're seeing a slight growth in people reaching out for help, but they all anticipate seeing much more of that as we go into winter. So you're saying there's potentially a tsunami coming our way. Absolutely, that, that's, yeah. that's the risk. So if, if I'm struggling more a customer and I'm finding it tough to uh, to make ends, ends meet and I'm struggling with my water bill, I mean, what should I do? What's the first thing that I should do? It sounds like the simplest thing in the world, but actually for some people they find it really hard and that's to talk to someone and actually um, realise that they, they need that support and tell someone and in particular tell their water company 
Um, because until they know that that help is needed, they're, they're not going to be able to help you. And they may assume that you're not paying for some other reason than, than just not being able to. Um, so I think it's really important that, that people, um, make that contact. Companies are not, um, going to be upset or, uh, disappointed that you're contacted. They've got teams dedicated to try to help people and they're, they're waiting for those calls. And, and keen to really work with each individual to work out what's best for them in terms of saving money. And it could be something as simple as if you don't have a water meter and you would get a lower bill by having a water meter, switching you over to, to that system of, of payment, which can cut people's bills by hundreds of pounds. Uh, and we have a, a calculator on our website, which helps people identify um, whether that is whether water metering is for them and whether they make that saving. And uh, the money saving expert Martin Lewis regularly promotes that on his TV appearances. So, and we it's, see it's very popular, isn't it? We uh, see a big surge, don't we? We see a massive surge on that when whenever he mentions that. So, I think it's it's only fair we give him a shout out in this podcast, yeah, yeah. really. Um, so, it can be as simple as as that. But then companies also have other measures to help people, particularly those who are struggling financially. Um, so. They have these things called social tariff schemes. So that's a bit of jargon there. What, what's that mean in its simplest sense? Absolutely. You know, it doesn't mean a lot to people outside of, of, of utilities, really. But what all it, all it means is that um, some people can get access to lower bills than they would otherwise pay if they meet certain criteria. Um, and that's just about me making sure that the bills that they face are more manageable based on their financial circumstances. So that sounds like a great thing that there's a basically a, a reduced price for your water if certain conditions are met and you're struggling. Uh, are these, are these popular? Absolutely. There's around a million people, um, in England and Wales already benefiting from these, these schemes. Um, so that's, you know, a massive amount of people already getting that help. And there's, and there's the scope to help more people as well. So it just needs, uh, for those people to get in touch and make contact. So it sounds like a really clear message coming from you there, Andy, that, that there's this help available and you're urging people to take that first step and reach out. Absolutely. You know, that is the, it's, as I say, it can feel like a really hard thing to do. Um, or it could seem easy, but it actually is a hard thing to do for some people, but it makes the real difference. I can imagine there's like a bit of a psychological barrier or a pride or whatever, whatever is stopping you from doing that. And I can understand that. Or, or I mean, I know I'm like, I always, you know, think I'll do it tomorrow. Do you, do you see that sort of thing happening? Absolutely. I think, you know, it's, it, um, people often don't realize that these schemes are to help people like them. They always assume it's to help someone in perhaps facing more challenging circumstances or they, you know, they, they're just reluctant to claim that help. But actually, you know, this is something they're entitled to and this is something that is meant to help them in these circumstances. And the water companies are, you know, queuing up to give this help to the, to the people who, who deserve it. So that's quite a compelling figure though that you quoted a minute ago. A million million people have done this. Yeah, a million households are benefiting from these lower bills. Um, and that, you know, that can give them quite considerable bill reductions. You know, in some cases, it can be up to 90% um, bill reduction at some aspect. And many of them, it's at least half of the bill that is being reduced. Wow, that's fantastic. So, I mean, I mean, it's well worth making that initial call then, if you're going to potentially get that kind of benefit. Absolutely. No, that, that, so, so what about people in other sort of circumstances that, that maybe you are, you're, you're, you're kind of 
making ends meet, but something then happens. You you change jobs and you're at a month salary, so you need some sort of short term help. So maybe a kind of permanent reduction in your bill isn't what's needed. Is other types of help would be more suitable. Is other other types of help? Uh, absolutely. The water companies know that life is not always predictable, and people do face these these bumps in the road, um, and they have schemes to to help that, and that involves greater flexibility about payment arrangements, and in particular, they uh, have schemes called payment breaks which can either um, give people a full break from charges or a reduced charge for a set period of time just to help them get through that that difficult patch. Um, and, you know, that sometimes that's all people need to get that opportunity uh, to avoid falling into difficulties. So it gives people a breathing space. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, this payment break. So how popular are these? Yeah, it's something that is really... Um, useful all companies provide this um, and I think it, what it can do is for those that don't have a reliable income um, we know a lot of people are working now on temporary contracts this is like the gig economy is absolutely it? yeah you know much more people now don't have that steady stream of income and they therefore you know need to be able to access that flex- flexibility of changing payment amounts and saying, you know, I know I'm not going to have any work for the next two months. What can I do about my outgoings during that that time? Uh, and, you know, and companies are really keen to give people that opportunity because if people just don't make that payment, then they don't know what's happening and there's a risk that there'll be consequences and, you know, you'll, you'll go through that process where you might get the, the letters chasing you and actually it can affect your credit rating. So it's far better just to have that conversation with the water company, let them know what's going on and they'll be able to help you through that period. So it seems like there's a really clear message coming through that reach out to your your water company and just have that conversation and try and get over whatever is stopping you from doing that. Is that, is that, is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think the, you know, it, it it is about communicating and, you know, uh, it's understanding that we're all facing this situation people don't need to feel that they're alone there are lots of people out there that are going to be feeling the pressures of the current situation um, and a lot of people needing help and that help is out there for them i'm I'm just been thinking about the different circumstances people might find themselves under so we kind of covered off people who are kind of just struggling all all the time and social tariff might be the thing for Mm -hmm. them talk about maybe people who are temporarily needs shorter term help just just going with that theme of shorter term help what about a crisis in people's lives you know something happens and they are making ends meet but then that does one thing i think you used the phrase earlier actually financial shock something happens like either the washing machine packs in and you know what i can't afford i simply can't afford to buy a new one but you know because that is just beyond me right now is there anything out there for, for those kind of circumstances? Absolutely. About, there's about two-thirds of the water companies have uh, financial hardship funds. Um, and what they do is they set aside a pot of money, which is there to help people with a one-off payment um, to help them get through those difficulties. Now, in some cases, that can be uh, just to help them with the water uh, arrears. So if they've fallen into debt to 
lift them out and, and set them back up and, and, and on course. Um, in other cases, it can go beyond that and it can help people buy uh, white goods. So if their fridge is broken down, their washing machine, they can actually give them some money to, to, to get that rather than going out and getting something on uh, expensive finance, which could end up costing them a small fortune and make their, their financial circumstances worse. So those those are really great schemes for giving that one-off cash injection. They're often administered by a separate body to the water company and they will look at the circumstances of the case and decide if they can make an award in that. And also for those those, those people, if you've had a financial shock such as, as losing your job or changing financial circumstances, the other thing that, that you can do is to check whether you're getting all the benefits that you're entitled to. Um, and water companies uh, now offer this service and uh, will be able to help you with that. But also we have a, a tool on our website which people can use to identify if they're getting all the benefits that they're entitled to. And we know that people who, who use that save or access millions of pounds a year in unclaimed benefits that they're entitled to. It's got their name written on it. They just don't know it and they're not claiming it. So that's a really important way of doing that. And alongside that, we've also got a grant search tool, which allows people to look for financial hardship schemes operated by other organisations other than water companies. And that can be uh, linked to where you live, what profession you're in. So maybe you've been a, a farm worker, maybe you've been in the armed forces. There are organisations, charities that have pots of money to help people um, who have a connection with those areas of work or areas of geography um, and to really help them through those those periods by being able to give them grants. So you, you've just given me an incredibly meaty answer there. <laughs> so just can, I, can I just break that down a little bit? Yeah. Because going back to the um, the uh, emergency support, you had a yes, financial hardship, financial hardship. There you go. Proper name for it. Um, when you were saying that other third parties sometimes administer them, does that mean that if a customer person in that circumstance, would they have to find a third party or would they talk to the water company and then they'd be directed across? They, they'd speak to the water company, um, but they would then hand over the case to the, the people that they've appointed to act independently of them. So, you know, it, they, they're not making decisions themselves as a water company. They've given a pot of money to uh, a group of people who've been appointed with a specific uh, purpose of deciding how that money is shared amongst people who need it. And is it done that way to make sure it's done fairly? It is, yeah, right. to, you know, make sure that there, you know, that is being uh, done in a fair way. And those that are registered charities, it has to be done in that way to make sure that, that it, that it is, um, operating to requirements of the, the I, charity. I suspect if you walked out to, you know, New Street where we are in Birmingham now and just ask people about this, that your water company could help you in this way. I think a lot, a lot of people would be surprised about that. Is that, is that a fair assumption? Absolutely. I think, you know, that's the case for, in fact, all the support that we're talking about today, because people just don't expect to be able to get that help from their water company. They feel if they fall behind or are at risk of falling behind, the best thing they can do is, is keep quiet, hide away, uh, ignore, try and ignore the problem. And actually, that's the worst thing that they can do because the companies are not going to want to chase them. They're actually lining up with support to help them, but they just need to know that that help, that need is there. 
Yeah, but I mean, that makes perfect sense. And from a water company's point of view, clearly be better to help people than to allow people to fall into debt and then have to then chase them. So, I mean, it, I, that makes perfect sense. The tools that you're talking about, now they sound great. So a benefits calculator and a, and a grants search, search tool. tool, right? Yeah. So they're stuff that's on our website. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and we can put the links to those in the, in the show notes for this yeah. so people can easily find them. So, I mean, they sound, they sound, they sound really good. And, and you, can I just check what you say? They are literally revealing millions of pounds of benefits and grants that are available. Absolutely. I think it was two million pounds alone last month that people who use that tool found that they were eligible to in unclaimed benefits. Wow. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at Tom because I love, I love it when we have the, the figures. I mean, that, that, you know, that's, that's money that, that could be in people's pockets. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's money they're entitled to and just not claiming. And um, can I just finish with, um, debts? Because we've, we've kind of talked about a bunch of really brilliant stuff that's out there to, uh, to, to basically stop people falling into debt. So, you know, you've got your social tariffs, you've lowered low bills, you've got the kind of payment breaks, and then you've got other things like benefits calculator and all that great stuff that's out there. And it, it does feel like there's a, a really good sort of basket of stuff there to, that can help people in all sorts of ways. And, 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 and I think when people find out about this, they will be surprised how much is out there. But what if you are listening to this and you are, are sitting there going, well, that's great, but I'm now actually up to my eyes in, in, yeah. in debt and I'm currently ignoring it. I mean, what, what, what should you do there and, and what can companies do to help? Yeah, so a lot of the companies can help customers in that particular circumstance um, by helping them clear that debt faster. And all that means is if that customer pledges to start paying something towards that debt, the water company will usually match that amount. So that debt clears twice as fast as it otherwise would have done. Um, all that requires the customer to do is to obviously make that regular payment and sometimes keep to that for a period of time. But it just means that they'll be able to get their head above water much quicker than if they were trying to, to do that without that additional support from the water company. And can I, and I don't want to try and muddy the waters, but I'm just, I'm interested because I suspect there will be people in that situation. So if you were in that situation, you were signed up to this this scheme where you're repaying me and you're getting debt matching, which sounds fantastic. Can you also get on a social tariff at the same time? And could you also do the benefits calculate? Can you do all these things together? Absolutely. Yes. All those three that you've just mentioned are all compatible. And also you could be um, making an application for a, a grant from the, the hardship fund as well. So um, yeah, you can do all these things to, uh, together. So that really resonated with that statement you made at the start, but actually it may be tough, but actually there are things out there to help you, but, but reach out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think one thing we can only hope is that if there is anything good to come of the current circumstances, it, that it gives us the opportunity to make more people aware that that help is out there and that more people will be recognizing that actually they do need to, to get that help and, and will, you know, actually reach out for that. And what do you think water companies can do then? Because I, I think the the kind of caricature is that they're sort of faceless corporates who don't really want to help. But given what you've just said, that's clearly not the case. What can water companies do to kind of make themselves more approachable? They do need to kind of change that relationship that they've got with customers. 
they need to be able to see them as, as more approachable. And that comes from the interactions they have with them. And I think it is that first step sometimes that it takes for someone to reach out for help. And if they're there to give that help immediately without question, without judgment, then that can really change that relationship going forward um, for a lifetime, potentially, for that person. And they'll see their water company as someone there that can help them through those difficult periods rather than someone that is going to be on their back. And well, they've seen them as a friend rather than a fool, Absolutely, right? yeah, yeah. So it's a real opportunity for, for water companies to change the way they're perceived. Because I was just thinking about, you, you want to break down those barriers for that initial contact. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're really urging people, I mean, clearly to get in touch. But also, water companies to present their friendliest face as well. Yeah. Um, so, I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to ask you anyway because you've given us a whole, whole host of brilliant hints and tips, and we will we will cram the show notes with all of these, right? So yeah. people can see where where, where to go. Yeah. Um, but what would you say is the kind of one main message for people? If someone's only half listening to this, they're doing the ironing or having a cup of tea. Uh, what would be the one thing you would you want people to do? I think it's just to understand that through our lifetimes, our financial circumstances can all change. And there may always be, you know, there may be that time in all our lives where we need a little bit of extra help. So they shouldn't feel awkward about that. They should reach out and take that, that help that is available. And if people know anyone that is in that situation, please encourage them to, to get that help. It really is what they're entitled to. So give your friends a nudge. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's, that's fantastic advice. Now, before you go, we all, we're asking all our guests to tell us what their personal water use is. And, uh, we're going to create a little league table here. Um, so we started this last week when we had our, our, our first guest on, who is the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, what's the right word? A, uh, irrepressible Steve Grevy, who just loved talking non-stop poo. Um, so currently he's top and bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> so, uh, so what you say here can matter quite a lot. So, uh, Andy, what's the big reveal? Do you, do you, well, for a start, do you know your personal consumption? I do. So knowing that this question might come up, I used, <laughs> I actually used our meter bill calculator on our website to work out how you're so on message, You're so on message. You've used our own tool. That's fantastic. If I was really on message, I would already have known. I would know on a daily basis exactly how much I was well, using. Well, Steve has a spreadsheet. Really? Yeah, he does. He really does. I know I did not know that. So, go on, Andy. Sorry. So, using, using our very reliable water meter calculator, um, I... Estimated that my use is about 137 litres a day. So, uh, perhaps could be better, but maybe not the worst. Below the, below the national average. Well, I, I don't want to implicate a, a co-host that's not here, but one of the team has a very bad personal consumption rate. Uh, and it's not me. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to name names, but, but, you know, she's not in the room right now. <laughs> so, so, okay. So there you are. There's your position, um, on, on our board. So you are above Steve. Uh, but you are below one of the co-hosts. So, you know, all, all is not lost. And and have you got any personal hints or tips on how to save water that you'd just like to share in as a leaving gift for us all? So I, I like the one about the, the showers. You know, we, we a shorter shower, you know, use use a song to get you through that and time yourself. You know, it's brilliant. My favourite is he's 
fairly well publicised now is the Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor. But that's an awesome song, right? It's a great, it's a great song. So you know, use that, and you can get through your showering. So, are you minutes. a morning or an evening shower person? A morning. So that I means so that is a, a great song to kickstart your it day. It does that and a cup of coffee, and you're awake and ready for the day. Be sure to head back through the archives and check out all the past episodes of Waterfall. It's great to have Andy on there. Uh, we're almost out of time on this edition of Waterfall, so please do get in touch with the show, especially if you have any questions for Andy, and we'll make sure that he gets them. You can contact us at podcast at ccwater.org.uk. You can also check out the show notes to find the links to the information that Andy has been talking about earlier. And finally, don't forget to investigate all the previous editions of Waterfall. Well, last thing to say is thanks. Thanks for listening. And it's bye from me, Mike. And it's bye from me, Karen.